Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Sounder. Once again, my name is Molly, and I'm here with Laura and Amanda. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hello, hello. How's it going over there? Which over there? Idaho? Idaho, Georgia. <laughs> Everything here is good. We are doing all good. Did I hear you were getting a power pole permit for your house the other day? Yeah, we, um, our temporary power is in, it's been approved. And so now we are waiting on the power company to come and run the polls, which I think is going to happen towards the end of next week or the following week. So, and that's good because we had to give them a very, very, very large check to get them to come out and do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Part of service. You had to pay for them to bring you service. Then. Yeah. We are three-tenths of a mile from the nearest power pole, so oh. they have the three-tenths of a mile and then another 700 feet onto our property. So it's oh. pretty, pretty hefty bill. <laughs> How do they, I mean, you're in the frozen tundra. How does that work? How do they do that? <laughs> well, we have to clear a path for them. So the area that they're coming through, they're going to run it down the road. Um, I guess they'll still be able to dig and put the poles in, but they're going to run it down one side of the road and then it'll cross the road and onto our property. And from there, we have to clear a path from them or for them. Um, right now it's covered in like knee to waist high snow, <laughs> knee deep to waist high snow and sagebrush. So we have to clear a path about 12 feet wide for them to get through with their equipment and set the poles. I think they're going to be doing four poles on our land and where we are, it's very sandy. So even though the ground does freeze, if you can get through the top bit, the rest of the soil, it's not super hard and rocky and all that kind of stuff. It's all sand. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So, so, so you tell it, so you tell a little bit of a story leads us into what we're doing today. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. just going to ramble. <laughs> I like that. Let's ramble about what we got going on. Cause we all got a lot going on. Oh my God. We have so much stuff going on. And yeah. uh, I'm in the middle of a middle in the middle of a lot of things and then i got my face busted up by a damn sheep so uh when this video comes out everybody can talk about my nasty looking lip i got oh, going on here i didn't notice that before but you can see it on the video as you talk uh, yes uh -huh. that's what happens when you have obese sheep and uh you have overfed them but them motherfuckers can still run with the wind <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so we were sending them to their new home, and uh, one of them, Lady Baba, uh, <laughs> she was not she was not happy, and uh, she gave me a very powerful kiss goodbye. So you don't miss her, you say? I do miss her, but yeah. you know, do you, yeah, she, you had that sheep dog that you could be like. Get that one on the trailer. That, oh my! Well, I do have I do have blue healers, but um, he only my red healer only herds freaking chickens. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> what kind of dog only herds chickens? You know, <laughs> all you need to do is wait till nighttime. You don't need a chicken herder. <laughs> I know, I know. No, so like, so now that we're moving, right? I had to, I had to you know, send some of my animals to new homes, which really broke my heart. But um, 
my uh, this lady that I worked with, uh, Elena, her and her husband Pete, um, they have an equine farm, and uh, they took on my donkeys and my sheep. They took them as a group because they've always been together. Good, good. Yes, yeah, so it made me feel a little better. But we were out here trying to load them sheep up, and they were on like it was a stare down for two hours, like literal. The sheep would just go into the corner and just stare at you. Couldn't get them to do anything. So anyways, we're out there running them. And we got Lady Baba into the barn stall where she was supposed to be in the first place. And she was running. And she come at me with like a, like, left at me like Superman. She went straight up in the air. And as she was in the air, I felt as though I was going to catch her. Like, I don't know what in my mind was like, I think you're going to catch that you, you know? And so, so this, so this big ass obese you is in the air and she comes at me and she just power drives me in the face. She hit me right in the mouth. I thought it knocked my damn teeth out. So I'm like holding my mouth and it was like silence on this farm. No hogs made a noise. Him, <laughs> like nobody. Everybody was like, shit just got real. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you- so that's what that's what happened. I got split in the mouth. Did you catch her or did you let go? Uh no, she bounced off in my freaking head. <laughs> Golly, my husband, my husband, Ryan. He was like, Molly, we should have had that on video. He's like, that would have been something. He's like, you held your arms out like you were trying to give her a hug. He's like, who does that? (laughs) Power drives your face. (laughs) They power drive me, man. My mom, Kim was out here. I got blood (laughs) pouring out my mouth. And Kim was out here. And I was trying to get Kim to look at it. She was like, no. No, can't look at it. Can't look at it. She just took off. I got blood pouring out of my mouth. <laughs> I, relate. I have an issue with my kids' teeth. I don't know what it is. When they lost teeth, I, I, I can't mm, can't deal with it. Cannot deal with teeth. So, oh, God, yeah. Like, Bill, I, you're going to take this one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my, my sister got a note. My mom, so we got this... Uh, my mom always had Subarus, right? She always had Subarus, like Legacies and like the hatchback. Okay, anyways. So I wrecked one of my mom's Subarus. I hit the gear shift, knocked it knocked it out of gear, and it rolled down a hill into a vehicle at the ballpark, right? Mm-hmm. And so anyways, Kim got this Montero, and she was so proud of this Montero, you know, and my sister got a nosebleed. My sister's in the back seat and her nose starts pouring the blood. And Kim gets out and she's like, everybody out of the car. Everybody out of the car. And she could give a shit less that my sister's nose was pouring the blood. She just didn't want blood on the seats yeah. of her Montana. Yeah, well, I mean, the nosebleed will stop. You have to look at that blood on the seat forever. I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm guilty of being that mom at times where I'm just like, Ugh. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my kids laugh because um 
they they tell their friends that I would always tell them that if you're bleeding, that's fine. But if it doesn't fill up my coffee cup, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> their friends in the city are like, your mom told you that? Yeah. <laughs> my mother, she's she always says, it's far enough away from your heart. You'll be fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll kill you. Yeah. Dude, Scotty, Scotty, my dad, he like, he did not believe in you being hurt. It was either you were alive or you were dead. There was like no in between. You know, like you could feel like you were going to die and you could tell him and he'd be like, nope, you're still alive. You're all right. Get on up. Just get on up. Put some dirt on it. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) uh, So it was my senior year in high school and, uh, it was the last softball game of my career, right? And uh, the the first ball hit to me in warm-ups. I played third base, and uh, the ball come, and it was a slow roller. So I went to test to barehand it, right? Mm-hmm. And it hit this little bitty pebble, and it come up and smacked me right square in the nose and, bro- oh. and broke my nose. Oh, my gosh. So... My nose is just pouring, right? And Scotty, here he comes around the ball field because he thinks that I'm going to take myself out of the game, you know? So he comes barreling around through there and he goes and he gets in my in my gym bag and he gets a tampon out and he cuts it in two and he shows it up in my nose. <laughs> He's like, now get back out there. You know? Damn, pod nose, get out there. Yeah, but I mean, at least he cut the string off of it, so I didn't have yeah. a string hanging out my nose, you know? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> no, so, you know, we could tell stories all day about family life, but uh, do you have anything, any anything that has been crazy or hilariously funny that happened out on the farm? I mean, you know, pigs kind of lend themselves to that. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, we had the day that we were trying to to load a sow, and she was in standing heat. And y'all know my husband; he's from the city. He had never lived on a farm until we bought this, and he does love the life. Um, yeah, but he couldn't figure out why the sow would just come over and just kind of lean up against his leg and just. <laughs> and I she said, was trying to woo him. <laughs> she was. She was. Yeah. I said, babe, that's standing heat. He said, what? I said, she wants you, babe. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> She thinks you're pretty. But every time I got close to this house, she just left. So, you know, it's yeah. one of those moments when you're out in the field and you don't have your catch slot and you need her on the trailer and she won't get on the trailer. Um, so what he ended up doing, and I've actually got t-shirts with this on it, is he he jumped on her and was able to use her ears. And he actually rode her around the pasture for a while till we got her close <laughs> to the trailer. And then we finally got her in. But that, that was the day that we all learned about standing heat on my phone. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. So I, I didn't have a bore when I first started, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just had Penny my first sow. And so I was going to AI her with uh, Duroc. Mm -hmm. 
I had no clue what I was doing. And so my husband, Ryan, he was like, so are we going to get a boar? What are you going to do? And I'm like, no, I'm going to breed her. I'm going to AI her. He's like, what the hell? You know? So I get the, I order the semen. The semen comes in, you know, and Ryan's like, this is, what the hell is going on? What is like, going just... to happen here? <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. So we wake up. We wake up that morning and it was chaos out here because Penny was in heat. And when she goes in heat, there is no stopping Penny. Like somebody's going to breed her today. It don't matter who it is, but today she's going to happen. How far she's got to go to get it, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, it's going, it's going to happen, you know? So we come, we come outside and Penny had busted out of the lot and she had got herself into a sawhorse. So she had a sawhorse around her torso. And she was running around the farm trying to find somebody to breed her with the sawhorse on her. <laughs> so, yeah, so I told Ryan, I was like, go get that. Go get that semen. I'm going to AI her because she's in heat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go in the house, he gets a statement, he brings it out. I got the rod and everything. And I told him, I was like, all right, Ryan, now you're going to have to sit on her. You're going to have to sit on her back end so she stands still. And he's just perturbed at this point. You know, he's like, now I've got to sit on this bitch, you know. <laughs> sucked into this. God knows what it is. Yeah. 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 So anyways, he sits on her back end and I get everything prepped and everything. And I'm, um, you know rotating the rod in her and I was like all right Ryan now you got a rubber thighs <laughs> and he looked at me his hand went down like he wasn't thinking you know and uh-huh. then he looked at me and he cussed me he said I am not rubbing this bitch's thighs <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but that was my that was my first time AI and I AI'd her that day. Huh? Yeah. Did it take? Yep, it took and she had uh fourteen beautiful red wattle oh. durocks. Yeah, I'd say so. Very yeah. good. Huh. Yeah. Will Ryan help you anymore or is he out now? Oh, no, Ryan helps. Yeah. Uh but you know, it's a different we are on totally different paths. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, like we were talking earlier, I think that there is a lot of times there is a split in partnership on the farms. Yes. You know, um, like Ryan, this is like he doesn't it's not what he wants to do. You know, he likes the baby pig portion of it Mm -hmm. and he does. He helps and he puts up fence and he feeds and he does whatever. But it's not his goal in life to have a hog farm. Yeah, I'd say Bill's the same way. Um, he's actually better at loading pigs than I am. He just he's just a natural at it. You know, yeah. I, I'm too busy thinking about if this pig doesn't get on the trailer, this deal doesn't happen, this can't be sold, I can't do this and that. And I think the pigs sense that. And so he's always the the calm, steady Eddie, come on, let's get on the trailer. So yeah, definitely yeah. split and and the different things that we do. But like Amanda and Kellen, they both uh, Kellen farmed before though, didn't he? 
He so his uncle here in Idaho has a cattle ranch and he kind of grew up doing that. So yeah. and like out here, I mean they do like their branding day is coming up and they oh, here they drive animals. So like <laughs> um they would do cattle drives and just recently we had a sheep herder driving cattle from Wyoming out past where we are. Um, and so, I mean, they drive a lot of animals. So he did that kind of stuff too. So it's a lot of it is on the ground, but you're also on horseback and all that kind of stuff. So his experience was more um, helping out with that kind of stuff, but not necessarily being the farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he's always, I feel like with our farm now, it's definitely a, it's a joint thing. I feel like I tend to manage more of the day-to-day stuff because I am a stay-at-home mom. Um, so because I'm home during the day, I manage a lot of the day-to-day stuff. But when we're needing to work on things, he's definitely the he's muscle behind it. I mean, he yeah. gets things done. And there's been times where it's like, we'll talk about it and weigh it out. And we keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And finally, it just gets to the point where he's like, just tell me what you want just tell me what you want where you yeah. want me to put it and I'll do it yeah, yeah. so I feel like mm. I can see Ryan kind of being that way at times too where it's just like just tell me what you want yeah. yeah I'll tell Bill I'll think about a plan for weeks this is what we need to do this is how we're going to do it this is what it's going to look like and he's like mm-hmm. and then he walks in and he's like we're going to do that this way and this and that and changes the whole freaking plan oftentimes yeah. blows up on him and then he looks at me like what happened here yeah yeah no uh ryan i do feel sorry for my husband um i really do (laughs) because like i don't plan man you know i think i i'll wake up in the morning and i'm like i think i'll do this today and then i get out there and i got the brain of a squirrel and then like i see something over here and i'm like i think i'll do that now you know and uh, so I do feel sorry for him in that aspect <laughs> because I literally just, I don't know. I just go with it because when I make plans, I never follow through with the plan anyways. <laughs> That's my, my brain does not operate in a uh, methodical function at all. <laughs> that makes you great at farming. My, my joke is I didn't ask the farm. I'm sorry. We can't be there. I forgot to ask the farm. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Amanda can tell you that. Like, Ryan blames everything that we have out here on me because I never asked him for any of these things. I just went and got them. Uh, Yeah. I've kind of been guilty of some of that, too, because I feel like, I mean, I, I specifically remember one year where it was chick days at Tractor Supply. And I'm always like, oh, let's just run up to Tractor Supply. And my kid, I blame it on the kids. The kids always talk me into more stuff mm-hmm. or critters yeah. or whatever. So anytime it's chick days, we always come home with chicks because after you have a couple chickens, what's a few more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, like was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's any of them. Dogs were that way with dogs too. Um, but we had gone to a tractor supply and they had ducklings and I was like, it was kind of close to Kellen's birthday. So I got these ducklings and it was just kind of like, well, I got these for you for your birthday. And that wound up being like 
we will, we'll probably never do ducks again. I know some people love ducks, but that wound up being way more than what we ever wanted it to be like two little ducklings. Yeah, we had two and it was like, we'd had them for maybe a day and dash was really excited. My son. And he went and went, he went to pick one up and I caught him. Cause I told him, you cannot pick them up without me there. He picked one up and I caught him doing it and it startled him. So he dropped it. Well, when he dropped the duckling, the duckling aspirated and it was like, I'm on the phone with a, a a friend who works at a vet's office. And I'm like, can you think of anything that we could try to do? And she's like, well, with puppies, if they have fluid or stuff, you, you kind of like sling them. Upside down, yeah, and sling them. So I'm like trying to do this with the baby duck. The baby duck died. <laughs> oh. We wound up then we couldn't have just one duck. They needed a friend. Mm-hmm. Well, we couldn't buy just one duck. So we had to buy two. Mm-hmm. They both happened to be drakes. Mm. And the one remaining was a female and they wound up breeding and that led to like 19 eggs that hatched. (laughs) And then we were just like a duck farm. And (laughs) So yeah, I I feel like we can kind of be the same way where it's like, Kellen doesn't always ask for these things, but he gets them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way it works. So, you know, I had, I had a milk cow, Wilma and, uh, Wilma, she was like the staple of the farm for a while. You know, she was her own character. And uh, anyways, I had to, Wilma entered the ever the the ever-ending green pastures and eternal sunshine because she had cancer. Aww. So anyways, my husband, he was like, you're not getting no more cows. Zero cows are coming to this farm. He's like, do you hear me? Zero cows. And I was like, yes, I hear you. No more cows. And so while he was at work, I um, got my Uncle Benny. I lied to my Uncle Benny and told my Uncle Benny that Ryan had told me I could go get these cows. So we go to Bland to pick up these cows and we come back. It was a mommy with a heifer on her side and they were both pregnant. So we unload them and uh, here comes Ryan up the driveway and it's nighttime right and the cows are staring at him over the fence his headlight the headlights hit these cows and they're just staring at him and he was so mad because i had went and got these cows right and so (laughs) to make the situation better i said well one of these cows are my uncle benny's you know but it's gonna live here on our farm and then and then to help it even more uncle benny said well you know what Brian, I don't want you to feel left out, so I'm going to give you my cow. So now you all can have both cows. <laughs> and then they both had babies, and that was an experience. But no, I have just went and got and, and put them out here in these fields, and poor Ryan, he's just got to deal with it. You know, he must love me, or I, I would have left me a long time ago. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think, feel, go ahead, Amanda. I was going to say, I feel like Kellen kind of runs into that too. Like now, since we don't have places to put things at the moment, I haven't, I haven't done that so much, but I feel like, I mean, we would just get done raising chicks. We, we had a spare bedroom in our house or bathroom. I'm sorry, spare bathroom. And so a lot of times I would just put chicks in that bathroom in a bin with a heat lamp and stuff and, 
we finally get him out of the house and Kellen would be like, God, so nice just to have them out of the house. You don't have, cause they make a huge mess. Oh but God. Yeah. We'd have a big mess and it would smell and you know, all this stuff. And it would be like, yeah, we're not going to do any more chicks for a while. And then like a dozen new ones would appear in the bathroom. I feel like, so he definitely, I try to, just after we got married, I did that with a dog where we had had, I had a Husky at the time and he had a boxer and my Husky had recently had a very expensive vet visit for eating a bunch of charcoal, like ashes out of our fire pit. And she wound up getting real sick and stuff and had to take her to the vet and she had like a follow-up appointment or something. And when I was at the vet's office, the vet told me, he was like, you probably need another dog. Like you need a bullet in the head. But if you happen to know anybody interested in a puppy, we've rescued this litter of puppies that we found in a box on the side of the road. And my sister wound up getting one. And while my sister was picking out her puppy, I was with her and and you got a puppy. Of course I got a puppy. The puppy ran. <laughs> it chose me. I couldn't leave it. It had to be. Yeah. It was your dog. Yeah. So I brought her home. And I can remember Kellen, like when I brought that puppy in the house, my sister was with me. And he just looked at me like, I can't say what I want to say right now because your sister's here. <laughs> but it was so, it was, she wound up being an amazing puppy. And later on in life, we did have to rehome her because she started killing our livestock. Oh, yeah. Um, she just did not adapt very well over the years. And she wound up uh, getting a new family. They were retired and just wanted one dog and it worked out great. Yeah. For her. But yeah, I, I feel like very early on in our marriage, it was just like, you might as well get used to random animals appearing because that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so whenever you started adding pigs and stuff, is is that what Bill wanted to do? Did he was he okay with being a pig farmer? Yeah, you know we we were having health problems at the time. Um, my oldest daughter and I have autoimmune diseases, so we we knew that um, we needed to take control of our food supply and what we were eating, um, or to know what we weren't eating. Um, so he was okay with it. Um, much like Amanda, I was you know, staying at home then. I hadn't really started the, the retail store or anything. So I was always the caretaker during the day and he'd be the project person at night. But yeah. what we didn't realize we had signed up for is those eight minute pigs. Um, oh. Each of eight minutes and um, the only way we got the last one loaded, he and I both had a firearm on us. We had somebody outside the pen with a long rifle and we had to uh, feed them um, uh, overproof rum laced donuts to, mm. to drag it on the <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was pro that for the meat, and he took a real interest in uh, understanding the curing side. You know, the prosciutto was was really something that, that he took a hold of, and we did our own yeah. nice bacon and a lot of fun stuff like that. And he he enjoys it, and he's still my Mr. Science guy that I always go to as I'm tweaking our our program. So he, he does enjoy the pigs. You know, we recently had a house pig and, um, if yeah. y'all done that, y'all know how that is. And it's the same thing as chickens, you know, it's, it's cute. It's great. Oh my yeah. God. They're peeing a lot. This really stinks. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. Yeah. And we both are glad that we did it um, because it, it put a pig out there that needed to be um, where it landed. It's, it's kind of, you know, how those livestock or stories end sometimes. Yeah. Things are just meant yeah. to be. Um, but, but we're also, um, we're tired, you know, like I was telling you that before. Um, we're we're coming off a lot with our personal lives and our and, and our farm and what's happened um, with COVID in the last five years and then the registry and the Mayshon thing. So um, I am grateful and he is too. It's an opportunity that um, you know we're we're glad that we had. But but our reality is we we would like to slow down some. And I know both of you ladies are at a point that you're still pushing and doing but I think that some of that is just the age difference and where we are in life you know our kids are pretty much grown at this point so as much fun as the farm is and as much as we love it we're not leaving and leaving the lifestyle but we'd, we'd like to travel a little bit and maybe not be as tied down and that means all these fun stories that y'all are sharing we lived them but um we're just in a different season you know we, we had a lot of fun there but we want to do do something a little different now I think, you know, I think that's a good point though you made because I say all the time, you know, everybody sees the pretty pictures, mm -hmm. right? And everybody hears the funny stories, mm -hmm. but they don't see the reality. Yeah. And the reality is that living this life is sad. There's a lot of sad stuff that happens. Yeah, a lot of heartbreak. You know, a lot of heartbreak. It can be financially stressful. Yes. My lip is swelled and I can't I can't talk. But it can be it can be financially stressful, but at the same time, it wears you down. Yeah. Emotionally, you know, yeah. mentally, physically, everything, it wears you down. And you get to the point where, you know, you like like you said, you don't get to take vacations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I left here for 48 hours. We tried to take a 48 hour vacay and I was stressed out the entire time that we were gone. Mm -hmm. you know, about what's going on at the farm, mm -hmm. but you don't have time to take vacations. You don't have time to, you know, like Ryan, he's like, I just wish that we could do things like we used to. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, you, you, we used to just get in the car and drive and figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's where we are. We just, we, we want to get back to it. You know, um, not everybody knows that we, we're, we're entrepreneurs at the end of the day, and I do love my pigs, and I love what I do, but our other business is actually a wholesale florist, and that's that's what's yeah. been very good to the Jensen family, and we're incredibly fortunate that we don't have to work as hard as we always have, and that's everybody's goal and dream in life, I think, yeah. um, and, and so now we're trying to figure out what that looks like. You know, I'm not going to quit doing what I'm doing, um, but how do, we, yeah. how do we find a new balance? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and, you know, I'm getting ready to move and Amanda, she just made a big move. We're, it's like, we're, it's like you, you stress so much and then you make a move to where you're just going to be even more stressed. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing to yourself? You know, but the beautiful thing is, is uh, we're at three different stages, but it's all the same. I mean, our, our seasons are changing as we need them to and want them to. Yep. Yep. It is. And, you know, I, I think when, when changes happen, a lot of times it's, it's so just my mind starts running a hundred mile an hour. You know, um, I got anxiety like crazy because I don't know what is about to happen. Right. And although I'm not a planner, when your whole life is about to be uprooted 
and you're going to go to a whole new chapter that you know nothing about, as exciting as it is, you know, I do get excited about it. But at the same time, you know, it, it's very hard. It's a lot of heartache as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but you just got to roll with it and be and be happy and, and feel blessed for what is to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing that we faced with our move is that we had poured so much into our farm in North Carolina and it was so hard to even think about parting with that. I mean, and part of it felt like we were um, abandoning it or like we were failing it or, but really it was, we just saw a different vision for our family and how we wanted to raise our children. And we, we love North Carolina and we love it here in Idaho too. I mean, it's wide open. There's so much to do. There's, I mean, a huge amount of public land. There's all kinds of places to hike and explore. And I know there's a lot of that in North Carolina too, but it's just a very different environment. That's really hard to explain to people who've never been out here. Um, But we went, I, I really went through the heart, the heartache too, having to find new homes for animals or bringing Wanda back to your farm. And all of those things were so hard leaving my family. I mean, I've always lived within close proximity to my parents and they lived half a mile down the road. We did dinner together every week. And I mean, I've cut their hair for the last 20 years because I used to be a hairstylist. Um, So yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of heartache that comes with it and it can be really easy to get caught up in that heartache and the anxiety of it all. Um, But one of the things that I loved about our change is that it allows you to focus on the things that you want to focus on. For instance, it's, it's like having a clean slate and you get to choose what are you going to allow back in? Yeah. You can, you can eliminate or, or choose not to allow so much of the chaos back in. If there are certain things that you could change about the way you operate or what you have on your farm. Now there's the opportunity to make those changes with your move. And so I feel like that's one of the things that, for me, even though we're literally starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like bringing the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We yeah. just got a power bolt. Yeah. That's fresh. You know? I mean, it is literally just raw land. We're starting from scratch. And that's very daunting. But at the same time, it's really exciting because we can choose exactly where we want to put things. We can choose how we want to set up corrals or pens so that we know load animals easily, where we want to put alleyways, where we want to you know, completely set everything up. And I feel like when you are embracing a huge change like that and, you know, a huge move for you, Molly, it's the opportunity to just look at things from a totally different perspective and embrace all the goodness that can come out of that. And I don't know, it's the heartache part sucks, but when you get over that hump, you're still going to miss things, but the excitement that lies beyond is really, it's really incredible and it's, yeah. it's hard when you're going through the suck part, <laughs> but yeah. it does get better. Yeah. I know that's true, but that's the reason I, you know, I like whenever I created this sounder or whatever and gathered up people, I, uh, my purpose was to get, you know, at least three people that were in different stages of life in different areas at different stages of their careers or their farms or whatever, you know, 
And that way we can really feed off of each other and help each other and support each other because a lot of us, you know, I've been through things that Laura's not been through or Laura's been through things that I've not been through, you know, same with Amanda. And I think that we really do encourage each other and we have such, you know, good spirits to send and good vibes to send to each other because we've been there. You know, it's a great thing. Yeah, Yeah, I would agree. Glad I'm here. Me too. Yes. (laughs) So this was just a short little episode for us, a little breakup, right? So we, uh, we're coming off of an episode that could be a little testy, you know, a little prickly. So, uh, and we have topics and everything, but I really want us just a few episodes, you know, like we said, maybe every fifth episode or whatever, to just sit down with each other and just talk like we would talk on the telephone, you know, and try to bring life back to it, you know, of joy and happiness and show who we are, you know, and connect with people. So I think it was good. For us to just do a short little episode of rambles and we could laugh and be happy, you know? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. All right. So we're done. We are over our little 30 minute period. Oops. That's all right. So it was so good to laugh with you guys today. I'm yep. glad that we got to sit down and just talk as ourselves without a topic, free as a bird, you know? <laughs> all right so we will see you i'll see you guys next time it's time for you guys to go feed them damn hogs (laughs) eat every day (laughs) see y'all later see ya okay let me cut this off